For many years, this used to be called Palm Sunday. And then after the Second Vatican Council, the liturgical trend was to call it Passion Sunday. And if you look in any of the church's official publications today, you will see it's now called Palm Sunday of the Lord's Passion. That seems a little more cumbersome to me, but I think that the emphasis ought correctly to be placed more on Christ's passion than on the palm branches we carry. To call today's feast Palm Sunday seems a little like calling Christmas Poinsettia Day or Thanksgiving Turkey Day. My dictionary defines passion as a strong and barely controllable emotion or a state of or outburst of such emotion. Or thirdly, an intense desire or enthusiasm for something. The second definition is the definition of the passion, the suffering death of Jesus, or the narratives of this from any of the four Gospels. So the question in my mind is, what's the connection between those first set of definitions and then the second? I hope in today's reading of the gospel account of the suffering and death of Jesus that the real passion which we celebrate becomes clear. That strong and barely controllable emotion is love. It's the love that God has for us and it's the display of that tremendous love by the willingness of Jesus to put aside all of his own hopes, dreams, and his plans, in short, to put aside his life for us. The story, after all, could have worked out very differently. Suppose Jesus had decided not to enter Jerusalem the way he did. What if when Jesus was before Pilate or Herod, he had decided to plead for his own life? What if he decided that his mission of preaching about the kingdom of God and healing the sick and proclaiming the good news to the poor was so important that he needed to live? In today's gospel, in the reading of the Passion, we can see some of that internal conflict in Jesus. There is the temptation of the very human side of him to want to see his work continue, even to preserve his own life. And there is also the desire of his divine nature to accomplish the great work for which he ultimately was sent, our salvation and the forgiveness of our sins, opening for us the way to eternal life. Most of us at some point in our lives will face a similar kind of conflict. We have to choose between two different paths, one that seems safer, more sure, more practical, or maybe just with needs that are more immediate, and then another path that calls us to serve a higher purpose. This second path may ask us to take greater risks or to trust in God to sustain us. This isn't as simple as a choice between what is safe and what is risky, it's more often a choice between that which is expedient and that which has a higher purpose. 
It's the difference between having a career and having a vocation, between having a direction and having a destination. Particularly when times are difficult and the future is uncertain, we may be tempted to seek the safest path, or at least the less less fearful one. And while I am all for prudence, sometimes courage is the greater virtue for us. We know how the story ends for Jesus. His journey to Jerusalem was a one-way trip. Although today's reading of the Passion only takes us up to the point of his death and burial, we know that his story doesn't end on Good Friday, but begins a new chapter on Easter Sunday. Because of the passion that Jesus has for us, that literally all-consuming love, he was able to lay aside his own life and trust in the love that he shares with the Father, a love that is stronger even than death.